0: there, welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Jo, I am a registered dietitian and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. Hope you're doing well and having a good day so far. I'm going to get right into today's episode because it's quite a lengthy one. I have a lot of things I want to cover, so let's just get into it. My usual disclaimer before getting started, remember, Don't take any healthcare advice from this podcast. It is just for entertainment and education purposes only. Always seek the support of your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian. And if you would like for me to be your dietitian, why not consider one to one coaching? I work with my clients for eight weeks with the sole purpose of stopping binge eating. So if that resonates with you and you think you are ready for one to one support, I will leave a link in the show notes with all of the details where you can book a free no-obligation introduction to sessions with me. So as you can see from the title of the podcast, I am going to be discussing today what recovery from binge eating actually looks like. What is recovery? What does it mean? Well, here we go. Spoiler alert there is no globally defined definition of recovery from binge eating. All of the eating disorder experts in the world have not come out and said that this is the definition of recovery. This is what being recovered from binge eating or any eating disorder looks like. So it's very much still up in the air. It's open for interpretation. So I want you to remember that going into this episode. I know that you really want to know what recovery is because you want to know what you're aiming for. What is the whole point of working towards overcoming binge eating if you don't know what the end goal looks like? So I'm going to shed some light on that right now. The first thing that I would like you to remember is that Binge eating recovery is entirely subjective to you. Your recovery from binge eating is going to look very different from somebody else's recovery from binge eating. And a part of that is because we can struggle with binge eating for many, many reasons. There are many causes and many triggers of binge eating. So depending on what your cause of your binge eating is if you're even able to pinpoint it or you may have many causes, your binge eating recovery is going to look different. To give you an example of this, some people struggle with binge eating because they are constantly starting new diets, starting new diets every week or sometimes every single day, telling themselves tomorrow I'll be good, tomorrow I'll, I'll be good but when tomorrow comes, it's a whole other story and binge eating happens. Anyway, imagine somebody is starting a new diet every Monday and by Wednesday or Thursday, they find themselves binge eating. That person's recovery from binge eating might look like they feel that they have the confidence and the ability to pass through the week without feeling the compulsion or feeling like they have to plan a new diet to start every Monday. Of course, stopping binge eating is a part of recovery too. But it's not just about stopping the binging. It's about looking at the underlying issues, the underlying causes and paying attention to those as well. For another individual, binge eating might have stemmed from having a poor ability to tackle difficult emotions. So you find that you are emotionally eating often and binge eating is a part of that. If that's you, your recovery might look like stopping binging for sure, but also looking at helpful ways to tackle difficult emotions so having more tools in your toolbox so that you are better able to manage once an uncomfortable emotion comes up that you don't automatically seek binge eating you have other methods to rely on you have the confidence to face difficult emotions without binging without searching for food what I want to emphasize is that your binging and your binging recovery is just as individual as you are. And across the spectrum of binge eating recovery, yeah, abstaining from binging or a reduction in binging or a long longer gaps between episodes of binging can be a signal of recovery for sure. But it's also important that you look at some other measures. So you look at the underlying cause and tackle it from the very root of the problem. The second thing that I would like you to know about recovery from binge eating is to think of recovery as being part of the process. It's not so much that right now you're in a place of binging and over there is the place of recovery. It's a process and there are lots of steps in between. Have you ever heard of the stages of change model? It's a model that was developed by two psychologists called Di Clemente and Prochaska. I'll leave a link in the show notes if you want to read more. This model describes the five stages that everybody goes through when making some significant change. And usually the change comes with a challenge. There's some hesitancy there. So this model can be really nicely applied to binge eating. There are five stages. And often this model is presented in a cyclical format. So don't think of it as being a linear process. So from A to Z. Think of it as being like a circle. So it goes right from the beginning all the way from stage one to five, and then back to one. Imagine it like that. The first stage is pre-contemplation. So this is the stage where you may have noticed that you're eating a bit differently, that you've developed this behavior of eating large quantities of food, and you're feeling a bit out of control and distressed by it. But other than that, you haven't really paid much attention to it. You haven't identified it as being a problem, and you certainly haven't thought about getting any help for it. The second stage then is contemplation. During this stage, you may have recognized, oh, this actually seems like it is a problem and you may have contemplated getting some help for it, either professional help or even just starting to Google what's going on with you or looking up some reputable resources on eating disorders or even checking out some podcasts or Instagram pages. During this stage, you may be spending a lot of time thinking about your binging and what might be going on for you. The next stage, stage three, is preparation. In this stage, you have made the active decision that you want to change and that you don't want to live with binging anymore. You may have started reading some books or even listening to this podcast and you're starting to prepare for how you can Put in place some strategies in your own life to stop binging. So you're right in that preparation stage, collecting information and thinking about how you can put it into practice in your life. The next stage, the fourth stage is action. It's the stage where you begin, you start to implement everything that you've learned about binging. So if you've identified that your binging stems from when you're on a diet, you might have made the active decision that you are not going to diet anymore and you're starting to do things like breaking down your food rules, stop labeling foods as being good or bad, treat food or safe food, and maybe you've even thrown away your weighing skills. That's action. All of that falls in under the action stage. And how long will you be in the action stage before you move on to the next stage? Well, there is no way to tell. With any of the steps on the stages of change model, there is no set time that you should spend in each stage. And it's important that you don't feel rushed, that you need to constantly be going through the stages to get to the end. It's not like that. It's just about recognizing where you are and where the next step is. Anyway, I digressed there. So let's get back to the stages of change. The next stage after action is maintenance. So it's the stage where you have learned how to stop binging. You are living a binge free life and it's about keeping yourself there for as long as possible. And it doesn't end there. The stage after maintenance is relapse. And that's when you have a relapse into your disordered eating behaviors. So in this case, it might be that you have had a binge. And it might have been one month, two months, six months since you've last binged. But you have relapsed back into old binging behaviors. I don't see relapses as being bad. Not at all. I see them as being learning opportunities. And after progressing through the stages for the first time, or even if you've progressed through multiple times, with every relapse, it's an opportunity to learn about yourself, to learn closer what your triggers are, what has set you off to binge at that time. I just want to quickly recap on those stages again. So there's pre contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance, and relapse. And remember, they are all connected in a circle, in a cyclical model. So you might go from being in a state of relapse. Let's say you have been free from binging for months and then you have a binge and the binge episode lasts for a long time. You find that you feel out of control around food for a couple of weeks. After that couple of weeks, you might go back to pre-contemplation where you just want to block it all out, put it to the back of your mind and don't even want to consider it as being a problem. You don't want to deal with it right now. So you might go from pre from relapse into pre-contemplation again. So starting the cycle again. Or you could go from that state of relapse and after the binge, you recognize that Oh, I have had a binge. I haven't had a binge for many months now. I need to relook at what steps and what strategies I learned to get to the place of being binge free. And I need to start reinstating them so I can go back from being in a state of relapse into a state of maintenance. So, in that case, you don't go through the whole cycle again. You simply move back from relapse into maintenance. So this is what I want to emphasize here, being free from binge eating, so being recovered. Let's call that the maintenance phase. I think that's where it best fits in. Being in the maintenance phase doesn't mean that you can never relapse, but having a relapse doesn't mean that you have to go back to the very beginning. It's a cyclical model. It moves as a process. It's okay to move from stage to stage, but just know that Even if you go through that cycle hundreds of times, and some people do, some people have to go through pre contemplation, contemplation, preparation, and action many, many times before they ever get to maintenance. And that's okay. You will learn a lot about yourself along the way, and it will benefit your binge eating recovery overall. The last thing I would like you to know about binge eating recovery is that it is possible. It is most possible. I see people recover from binge eating every day and it's so great to see because people go from living a life where they feel so controlled by food. Every waking moment is thinking about food, your next meal, your weight, your body. So to go from that to being I want to say completely free from that, that you are able to just think about food when it's coming up to your next meal or when you feel that hunger pang. I'm often asked how long does it take to recover from binge eating and I'm so sorry, but I just can't tell you that. I just don't know. All I can say though is it depends on how long you've struggled for. That is a really big factor. The longer that you are struggling with food, the longer that you are binging on a regular basis, the longer that it will take you to recover because the eating disorder behaviors have just had a longer time to really get their nails in, really get entrenched in your daily life. So it might just take a little bit longer, but please rest assured binge eating recovery is possible. So just to recap over the points that I made, the first one is to know that your binge eating recovery is really subjective to you and your relationship with food. The second thing is to see it as being a process. Try to not see recovery from binge eating as being a destination, but just think of it as being part of the process. Being in recovery from binge eating, so being in that maintenance phase, is not a destination. In fact, it's a place to come back to because you have had times in your life where you haven't binged. You have been in the maintenance phase before and you are going to get back to that place. And even if you relapse again in the future, you can always go back to binge eating recovery. It's not a place that you're going, it's a place to come back to. All right, I am going to leave you there. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you liked it, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review on iTunes. I love when somebody leaves me a new review. It really does put a pep in my step for creating new episodes for you all. So if you liked it, leave me a review. Come say hi to me on Instagram. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian. Or send me an email, let me know if you have any topics you would like me to cover on the podcast. My email address is joe at antidietanswers.com. And remember, if you are in a place of being ready to seek out one-to-one coaching, if you are in that preparation phase, looking to move into action, then why not seek out one-to-one coaching with me? There is a link in the show notes where you can get all of the information. All right. I will see you in the next episode. Until then, take care of yourself.